Welcome to MBA Mental Boost. This is your coach, Dr. Rosie. And today we're talking about time. So looking at time and energy. Now I've spoken about energy in a few episodes ago. And today I really want to be looking at time and energy in alignment with one another. So it can be really easy for us to just say that we don't have time. You know, I've heard this from clients. They want to make a change. They know that things need to change. They want to work on their mindset. They want to bring in mental skills tools. But one of the first things they say to me is, you know what? I don't have time in my day to bring in anything new. You know, I want to, I really, really want to get my stretches in. I'd really like to meditate every day. You know, I definitely want to journal, but there's just no time. You know, I spend a lot of time, I'm training, I'm in practices, we're on the road. I'm spending time in different areas and there's just not enough for me to bring in anything new. So when a client presents this to me, the first thing I get them to look at is actually where are you spending your time? Because the I don't have enough time tends to be a story. Is there actual evidence that you don't have time to work on personal growth, personal development, training your mind? Or is it just a story that you're telling yourself and that just that cycle is just continuing? And yes, you're, you know, spending time on lots of different things, you feel busy, maybe you feel super, super productive, but in reality, are you actually spending time on the things that matter the most? So doing a time audit. Now this sounds really dull, but actually we have to do this first to then look at what we need to change. There's no point saying, right, we need to bring in all these different things. We need to optimise these areas without actually seeing what's the evidence what's the circumstance? How are you actually spending your time? And yes, you know, weeks change depending on different parts of the season. Like, yes, your time is going to change. But in essence, we need to be looking at where am I spending my time right now? And the way to do that is to have a time audit. So I'm going to kind of talk you through some of the steps of doing a time audit. Now, it'll be absolutely amazing if you did a time audit for the next seven days. Just take a snapshot to see where you're spending your time right now. Now, it begins with setting an objective. There's no point in doing this for the sake of it. You know, you need to know why are you doing this audit? So is it that you just feel like you're chasing your tail? You feel like you don't have time to do anything. And yet, you know that in reality, you know, you're spending time on the things that aren't the needle movers, spending way too much time on social media and not getting adequate rest and relaxation, just flitting about from one thing to another. You know, is it that you want to just see where you're spending your time? Is it that you want to see how, where the areas where you could save time, where you could optimise time? And then, then you start tracking. So choosing a tracking method like Toggle, I really like Toggle. It's just easy. There's an app version. You just set a timer. You can go back and make edits. So there have been many times where I've forgotten to turn the timer off and it said that I worked on a project for like 12 hours. You just go back and edit. It's really simple. 
or you can use a spreadsheet. You know, some clients will literally just use a spreadsheet. I don't like spreadsheets personally. Um, just for some reason, I can't get on with them. But other clients absolutely love. They'll go into their spreadsheet and they'll block out where they've been spending their time. Find what works for you, but don't spend too long on this. Don't procrastinate over finding the best thing. Just commit to something, choose something, toggle, spreadsheet, whatever you wanted to use, but use it. And I want you to track every single moment of the day. Now, again, this sounds so, so dull, but when you look back over the seven weeks, this is where you can identify patterns. So I want you to log your activity right from waking to going to bed. Now you can like make these broad, you can categorize them. Like, you know, you don't have to break down what you did in training, like don't do that. (laughs) Just did training, maybe you include your drive there as training or you break that down as this is driving time. you know, rest and relaxation, I would say break that down. So we know what that looks like. Did you spend time on social media? You don't have to say I spent so much on TikTok, so much on Instagram, like just, yep, this was social media time. Whatever it is, this was phone calls with family. I want you to bring in those chunks. Make sure that you track every single moment, like I was saying, waking to going to bed, doing this every single day maybe set a little bit of time every day to review and check, just making sure that everything's up to date the day before. And then at the end of the seven weeks, you're gonna have this picture of, ah, okay, this is where I'm spending my time. This is where most of my time is going. Actually, is that needle moving stuff? Is it stuff that needs to get done? Or, you know, if we're spending all our time or a lot of our time on social media, is that something that I can manage, that I can break down? Now, if you work with me as a coach, this is what we do. We review your week, then we look at where you can make changes. But if you're not working with a coach, look at this yourself. Look at what are the themes? What's this data telling me? Just as I did, you know, when I was a researcher doing my PhD, what's this data telling me? Because the data doesn't lie. It then down to your interpretation of what's the evidence? What are the themes? What are the patterns? And then how can I make a change? So the idea is, you know, we work smart. So we make changes, we adapt. The following week, you test this out, you try it, you make tweaks, you adapt, bend, flex, until you get to that point where you're like, right, these are the needle movers. These are the areas where I want to be spending my time, where I want to be investing my time. Then when you're planning your week, which I'll probably do another episode, a whole episode on planning, when you're planning your week, it's that much easier to say, yeah, I wanna be spending this much amount of time here, this much amount of time here, my free time, you know, I can spend some time on social media, I can play some games with friends or whatever, but you're really intentional with how you use that time. It doesn't spill into sleep time. You're using it in a way that is actually supportive, constructive, and most importantly, you get to be in control. Now this episode is going on, the irony, talking about time management, But this was a really important message to get out there because time doesn't control you or it doesn't have to. You get to control your time. And it starts by doing this time audit. I would love to know your insights from this. Do a time audit for the next seven days. Let me know what comes up for you. What themes are coming up? Where do you need to make changes? Honestly, this stuff is a game changer. If you can align your time management off the court, It's going to reduce decision fatigue. It's going to improve cognitive function, which means that on the court, 
your brain's clear, you're able to make decisions faster, you're in that optimum high performance state, you're more likely to get into flow and that's gonna translate into you performing at your best consistently. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of MBA Mental Boost, the secret weapon to supercharging your performance on the court. If you found today's episode useful, don't forget to subscribe and share. You can connect with me over on any social platform. You can find me at Dr. Rosie Mead. Until next time, go out there and dominate using the power of your mind. This is Dr. Rosie signing off.